Blog Talk Radio. show without Laura today. Um, I am Aiki Suhara, the show producer. Laura's currently on a flight back to Los Angeles, so she won't be uh, on the show live today. Um, she Well, she might. Who knows? She might call in. She just called me in from Skype um, on the airplane, which is really crazy. We're like living in the future right now. Um, the technology is pretty amazing. We got the chat room open. So come to the chat room, chat with me, uh, Blog Talk Radio, The Pet Psychic, and you can find us in the chat room there. And today we have a really, really special show. We're going to be going on a little spooky adventure. Um, about a year and a half ago, Laura and I went to a little adventure trip to the old Griffith Park Zoo in Los Angeles. So the Los Angeles Zoo used to be in Griffith Park. It still is, but it used to be in a different location in Griffith, Griffith Park. And I think it was there in about 1913 is where it, when it opened there. And some of the um, enclosures and the cages are still there intact. They did not tear them down. They're still there. And it's a really kind of cool historical spot in Los Angeles and it's kind of spooky and we thought oh we should go and see if we can find the uh, spirits of the animals that live there and see what they have to say to us so we went on a little trip took our cameras we had a crew we had a Sean Tanowitz on lead camera uh, my friend Suki Ewers was the second camera assistant and we had a paranormal researcher um, Alex Uchakde who has a little um company that does paranormal researching. He's got all the equipment and we learned a little bit about the equipment. And our friend Bo Chung, who's our sound engineer, and he came and um, recorded the sound there. So we all went on this little excursion together on a ghost hunt for these spirit animals. Uh, We also had at the time Storm King, um, who's still with us, but my dog Ventura, who's a Dalmatian who passed away, he was with us on the trip as well. And so we also asked the dogs to help us channel the um, spirits of the animals and see what they had to tell us. Um, A little bit more about the Griffith Park Zoo. It's in Los Angeles, and um, it was a really small animal collection at the very beginning. And the zoo got off to a sputtering start. The plan was to raise $10,000, but the fundraising effort stalled, and the zoo had to be built for $2,000. So that is uh, what we know so far. And... um, Check out our show. It is going to be, I'm going to play you our little excursion. So take a listen and find out what the animals had to say. Hi, I'm Laura Stintrio, the pet psychic, and this is my assistant, I, Suhara. And her dog, Ventura, and my dog, Storm King. And we're here at the Griffith Park Zoo. Um, The old Griffith Park. The old Griffith Park Zoo. And during this segment, we are going to see if we sense any of the animals that are still here and see what we pick up. Yeah. So you want to go check it out? Let's check it out. Let's go. 
This is where the zoo used to be. The new zoo is two miles north. This is the location of the old zoo. We're going to see what we pick up here, and we're also going to see if the dogs pick up anything. Um, and Alice, do you want to start your uh, processes? Yeah. Okay. Alex is doing some ghost hunting. He's a paranormal researcher, and he's going to be taking some readings. What are you? What does that do? Well, this is a voice recorder. Voice recorder for EVPs, okay. electronic it's voice processing. Oh, phenomenon. And this is a, a uh, EMF detector. Oh. And it, well, it, it it takes electromagnetic readings, and the theory behind it is, mm -hmm. is that if there's ghosts around, it harnesses energy from its surroundings in order to manifest itself. Oh, so it's like an electro... Yes. What does it stand for? Yeah. Electromagnetic field. Oh, okay. So there's more higher electromagnetism going on. And, yeah, that's what okay. And when you say manifest themselves, what exactly does that mean? Like, actually come into a visual, or is Not it... Not necessarily, or just be around trying to make this presence known. Oh, okay. So. Okay, let's just check it out. Yeah. Have you picked anything up on the voice recorder before? Things I thought might be something. Oh, really? But it's hard to say because sometimes you go to a place where it's noisy. Yeah. And you don't know if it's outside stuff. Right. So, but I've been to places where people have picked up actual voices. Oh, wow. Which is, you know, pretty clear voices. I forget what it said, but it was saying something. Yeah. Okay. Do you pick up anything here? Like, what do you, what do you feel at the zoo? You said that I, um, I feel like a lot of animals here were hurt with electrical devices, and every time I think about it, my butt hurts. <laughs> Which is probably like, you know how they do that to the elephant, they stick it up yeah. the, the prodding? Oh my gosh. I know. For me, what, is there an animal in particular that's... You know, like mountain lions we see in the forest, like something like one of those. Whoa. Yeah. But I wonder if they like us here because we're friendly. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That is sad. I mean, look at these pages. <laughs> like, they're so tiny. I can't even imagine animals being here. I feel like there's a lot of them trapped here, like feels like in almost every cage really there's someone so what I was telling them is that we're here to set them free and that um, I called in one of every species one per animal of an animal that has passed that can come and help the other one go but at first I want them to come to us and talk to us and I also want them to go to his equipment <laughs> so, so we'll see what happens. So one of the things to take notes of if there's a spirit present is like unexpected the wind picking up. Um, that's a big one. Um, or shift in light, fast shift in light. Um, so just sort of pay attention to that. I don't know how easy that would be to catch on camera, but um, if it seems really calm and then the wind all of a sudden picks up fast, uh, see if you can kind of catch that too. Oh God, what is that? Like a walkway or something. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know what I bet they did? I bet this is where they slept at night. That is so creepy. Okay. Creepy. <laughs>
Okay, so let's see what I get. It looks like a uh, like a little Bengal tiger, and um, and he's saying that my eyes are burning. My eyes are burning, and um, I don't know why his eyes would be burning. And they he said they took me away from my mom, and I have nothing to climb. People smell so bad. I don't know why they come here. They smell so bad. He probably was taken from the wild. Oh, it looks like um, when they had that bad meat problem, they're they're saying we're we're all sick and we're all sick and dying. We're all sick and dying. And it it looks like two maybe the mountain lions that were in an enclosure together. It looks like they fought each other and like. We were like trying to eat each other for food. Why do people come here? Why do people come here? What do I do with that? <laughs> yeah, what do you do with that? You know? Like whenever you run into like these spirits that are kind of trapped here, like trapped in places, what do you tell them? Well, you tell them to go to the light or you call in and someone that might have known them that have passed and have gone over already to come and get them. But it feels like so many of them are still here. Sounds like that, um, whatever that is, that meat problem was, I think a lot of them died. Did they say? I think they did die. Yeah. I mean, I could it look looks like, it more. It looks like, um, like hunger and like anxiety and like we have to survive so we have to eat each other. And the eyes are burning. I don't know if that would be like the cleaning fluid or if that would be um if that would be something from eating bad meat, do you know? Ventura's being weird, Leah. Ventura. Ventura, come here. I just wish I didn't see all these big elephants. I wish I would I feel like I'm gonna get stepped on. He's acting really <laughs> weird. Hiding. What is it? What is it, Ventura? There are elephants that are saying, "Take me out of here, please. Take me out of here, please." Where are you going? Why are you hiding? I want them to stay away. I want. Don't want them to step on me. Storm. Do you see the elephants? He says, are the elephants big and have big noses? Because I see them too, and I wonder, do elephants live in woods? Because maybe they should go back to the woods. And then he said, I bet they live in ponds too. Maybe they should go back to big ponds. <laughs> but it's true, like yeah. they could go to their natural, you know? Yeah. <laughs> This spirit seeking is making me a little nervous. <laughs> I'm just figuring out the time. I was editing at your house and Stormy wanted to be on the show. <laughs> Do you remember this? No. Because I was just noticing like how much she, he's like looking into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're on the show, Storm. You're on the show.
I want that equipment to go crazy. Okay, let's move on to this uh, one over here. What I'm curious about is, is like, if something holds a spot that's like creepy, if you think something's creepy, it's because either there's something presently, presently here that's like, like trying to touch you and and you actually feel that that energy of what's here now, or it's an imprint, like a negative um, of an old memory that's here. And for anyone who picks up even that it's creepy, if you go deeper into that, you might sense something else about like why it's creepy. And some people get visuals, like if you close your eyes, like you might like see a flash of a picture um, of like of something, or um, you could just like all of a sudden have a sense of knowing, or all of a have an all of a sudden have an idea of my, what might happen here, and that could be it showing itself more to you. I don't know. I mean, when we came to do the scout, I got a lot of totally weird feelings. You like did? Ri- like right now, I'm so concentrated on the camera. Yeah. But like when we were investigating the tops of the cages, it almost seemed like you know maybe like people had been killed here also, like some weird, like, thing. Like, not just animals in cage, but possibly, like, weird people stuff. Yeah. And And today, when we first walked up, I swear, I thought I saw a coyote or a dog. Yeah. And then when I went to move closer to look for it, it just totally disappeared. Oh, I think they did have, because in one of the enclosures, I thought I saw that too. Like, I think they must have had those, uh, like, hyenas or something like that. Uh-huh. Like, some type of canine, yeah. You probably did see that. I don't know, there was a lot where places, like, where, um, Did you hear that cat? I heard a cat. It sounds, I heard a cat. Like you a did? crying thing, yeah. Uh huh. It sounded like a, a really plaintive cat cry. because you have such a musical ear that you would hear auditory. That was definitely a kid right there. Yeah, I totally thought it was a cat. And I looked over and I was looking around too. this place is like a monster's haven. You know how she said people were killed here? I think people were cut here and their blood was drank. <laughs> Maybe they did do some, like, group came and did rituals or something here. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. You never know. Storm also said that, you know who I think would know is one of the rangers here. He's a real <laughs> sicko. <laughs> The, one of the rangers that works yeah. now? Yeah. He's a sick Like, it's just like there's a thing cult close by. It's scaring me. 
Jeremy's gonna have nightmares. <laughs> and Tara says she sees lots of angels that are waiting for us to be done to take the animals away. And he says, Mom's got an angel here. Who's Mom's angel? She's a pretty woman that teaches Mom food, 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 eat healthy food. <laughs> what? Look at grandma in there. It's so weird. I know. I don't know who that is. Who's that, Ventura? What does she look like? Food, food. She looks like mama. She wears more skirts. I don't know what that is. Who's that, Ventura? I bet he's making it up. No. Maybe it's like a. Maybe it's like a. Um, like a uh, spirit guide or something. I wish we could just like record their dialogue. I know. Like with the tape recorder. You know, I'm so like, um, I so like want to prove that my work is valid. It's like when I do stuff like this, it's so hard because it's like, I, I want evidence. Yeah. You know, to like. Especially to, for like the skeptics. Yeah, journey. to back it up and show like. I real. wonder if we could get an old map of the zoo and see exactly what they did up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can get that. Well, let's check out the bottom okay. of the half. Let's see if we can um, connect and see what kind of animals were in this. Because this is clearly like one section, mm-hmm. right? And then like the next stone enclosure is like another animal. This is a. This was definitely the. It looks like small. Um, like servals or something. Okay, so cats. Cats. Mm-hmm. They all feel cats to me though for some reason. I don't feel where the goats were. The goats? Yeah, there were goats supposedly here. Oh. Uh, well, they could have been in another part of the zoo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't put the goats near the cats, right? I mean, they. Yeah. Well, who knows? <laughs> they look like um. I don't know if they're bobcats or something. Um, something little. They're they're saying that they're pee stings. Like if they when they pee, it just burns. There's like a zookeeper. There's somebody that really loves them and is like really concerned about them, but they're like um, like real lethargic almost. Not the zookeeper, the animals. They're like uh, like I don't want to say delusional, but. Um, I don't know what it is, like dehydrated or kind of dementia or rabies or something. And um, he's looking at them really concerned, and they know that he's worried about them, but yet they still are trying to be aggressive towards him. Oh, it looks like, uh, I don't know what that is, maybe like a serval or something, one of those long, thin cats with the, with the um, spots on them. They're... They died in here, and it's like, I mean, I see, like, the skeleton, like, it just sat here forever. Like, nobody, nobody cleaned it out. Nobody came to get it. And I see there's, like, a younger animal has to come through here, like a younger cat, and they don't want to pass the body. They're frightened to pass the body, but they have to pass the body it looks like often like they brought them up here and maybe put them in these each enclosures for the night. 
Yeah, it looks like they would feed them from the outside so the animals would come up and have to feed them and then the, it would, the slats would go down and one of the animals had died and they were scared to go by the body. They're saying too that they, their spirits have tried to leave but if they go to leave it's like it's too bright and it hurts their eyes like they're just not used to anything bright. One of them is saying when you cross over Will you look like a memory of when we were in the jungle? Will you look like a memory of when you were in the jungle? Because it looks like some of the animals have crossed over and they've come back and the animals that are still stuck here, I think that what they're seeing is just a memory of, of what they used to know before they were captured from the wild. Looks like they have, um, looks like they have collars around their necks. And the collars look like that, what is that, wrought iron? Yeah, yeah those, those hard iron Yeah, it looks like the collars are wrought iron, and they're asking me if the, if the, hi Storm, if the collars will, um, they're asking me if the collars will be on them still. Looks like on some of them it's dug into like the ear here, and it, they're, it's puffing. Looks like if they had a looks like if they had a trancum or something, they would put they would attach this like it looks like a like a catcher's helmet, you know, that way they'd put over their faces. That's so weird. It's like a muzzle. Do you sense any other animals other than a cat? I mean, not just here, but in this whole place in general. What kind of animals? What other kind of animals are here? Like, what? Not just, but in the zoo, you mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I pictured the elephants really strong, and then numerous types of cats. Like, I thought I saw a Bengal and a serval and um, bobcat. Mm -hmm. um, let's see what else. And I saw like the, it looked like a Komodo dragon or something, like a big lizard. Mm -hmm. Looks like there were snakes. Looks like there was a monkey, and the monkey hung himself. Monkey hung himself? Yeah, because I see. Oh, it looks like he had was holding something, and he was doing that pacing, mm -hmm. and it wrapped around. Yeah, he was holding on to a rope and he was doing a pacing in circles. I mean, I don't see anything good happening here. Which is like, I, mean, I don't know if it's unusual, but you would think that there would be like something, you know? <laughs> like someone saying like, it actually wasn't that bad for me. But what about the people? Can you see like some of the people who may have been here that yeah, came to see them or came to see them? I definitely saw the vet who and the zookeeper. Both of them both of them are really concerned. Are they male? And both males. Um it looks like there is an um I'm gonna say an older man. He's like looks like he's late sixties, and he has a white beard. And it looks like he did something to. He was the one that would prod the elephants. And um, and it looks like there's a shorter man that's like pushing him 
like telling him to knock it off. What do you want to say, Ventura? Ventura? Did they cage you when you were bad here? Because I think that's what they did. Looks like the animals felt like they were bad. You want to know what I say about this place? I wish we never came here. Sorry, poor Stormy. Stormy, what do you think, honey? I wish we never came here, too. What? He said, I'm going to tell Catherine on you. <laughs> Catherine? Catherine is this woman who we go to do, like, tuning fork healing. <laughs> cool, Stormy, and she would think that it was cool that we brought you. Yeah, the dogs really don't like it here. Shouldn't be talking to dead people. These dead people need to go away. Stormy, I didn't mean to traumatize you. I wanted you to have a special adventure. Yeah. Right? We left Maya for a whole day because of this. Like, this isn't an adventure. This is horrible. <laughs> Maybe, Stormy, what we'll do is go talk to some good birds later. And we'll be like, let's talk to some of those scrubjays that were making some noise later to make it a little bit happier. <laughs> what do you think of that? Oh, so, other than, uh... Other than those other, those, the man, the zookeeping people and all that, you didn't see anyone else? No women? I think I can see, I could probably see a lot of people if I, okay, so when I, when you say see what's happening is they're coming in. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm opening up the door and they're showing themselves. Mm -hmm. What about any women? Should I just try and scan, like go in and try and scan? It's like, yeah, is anyone going like to tell us? Like remote them? viewing, like go back in time and Mm -hmm. 
because they look like black bears. And it looks like one of the bears was real friendly with one of the keepers. Could be handled and hugged. So today we saw a lot of creepy and scary, creepy and scary animals and stories. Uh, I think the important thing for us is to try and help these animals pass, uh, pass on and go to their next life. And what are some of the things that we can do? That we can do is just is visualize some of the animals that have already passed to come back and take them and then also picture all the enclosures with their gates wide open and um, picture the animals being surrounded in light and feeling free and feeling like they're back in the wild in their natural habitat um, and raising up a dimension. Does that make sense? Well, I know you're feeling some physical yeah, ailments. I felt like I was going to be brought to tears a couple of times. Like I felt like the animals were like weaving, the small cats were weaving in and out of my legs and um, like the elephants were coming up behind me and it felt like they were all here like knowing that I could somewhat hear them and like asking me like what, like what's happening? Like what, like why are we, why are we here and, and how how do we leave here? Like we don't know how to leave. Like they what they see right now is their same routine that they had when they were alive. So it's like played over and over in their head, and they can't see what's actually here now. They can't see that it's overgrown and that they're not here anymore. That they're not here anymore. That their bodies aren't here anymore. And so what's really important for us to visualize is that they're free, that the doors are open, that they, um, that that this is, time has gone by, to keep visualized, time has gone by and they're not here and that they, they can be set free. And it can be better. Many of these animals have been captured from the wild, so they know what the wild is like. Yeah, I feel like almost all of them have been captured from the wild. I mean, I would assume so. Yeah, back, like I mean, back in 1912, in there probably wasn't that much of a breeding program. Yeah, I'm sure there wasn't. So, so much trauma, and so they become so internalized that they don't, they can't see anything else. Yeah. So... Just keep imagining them, like the wisdom. Keep imagining them having wisdom, praying for them to see wisdom. Okay. So thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs> wave, Stormy. Do a wave. Wave. So that was our show. Um, that was our – we did a video recording of our trip to the um, – Griffith Park, old Griffith Park Zoo. And what I found on a little bit more research, when I, we got back from the location, we decided to look for some more information. And uh, I found this little article that this, um, I believe he's a professor at Glendale College um, named Mike Eberts or Mike Eberts. Um, and he has this article online called um, it's about the uh, beleaguered zoo, Los Angeles Zoo. And I'm going to read you guys a little bit more information here. It says, um, 
you know, it had even uh, they built the zoo for $2,000 and it didn't even have stock uh, cages at first. It had stockades, welded wires, uh, encircled groups of trees, various livestock, wolves, monkeys, and even some cats were stockaded. So I feel like when we were there, we were getting a lot of cat energy. And when we went there, we had no idea that there was a whole cat situation. I knew that there was a a meat-eating problem, but I thought it was with the bears. And so we didn't even have the correct information. But later on, we found out that there was a whole cat situation, and we heard the audio of cats around there and uh, Laura saw servals and other kinds of um, cats there. Uh, Within a few years, they built um, an aviary, uh, bear pits, and assorted cages were built by unemployed men. The zoo had a health crisis where several lines had to be destroyed after a veterinarian with the health department diagnosed them as having glanders, a highly contagious disease. Um, So again, cats, big cats. Uh, In February of 1916, the zoo was almost closed for good after the health department found that its sewage was draining into the L.A. River. And during World War I, the city council withdrew authorization to feed beef to the zoo's meat-eating animals, and suddenly unable to properly feed these animals, the park department uh, tried to sell them but found no takers. Turning them loose was out of the question, so the animals stayed at the Griffith Griffith Park Zoo, and horse meat was substituted for beef. The results were disastrous, and many of the meat-eating animals and almost all the cats died. So I know that we really felt that. Things didn't get much better after the war, and the um, city park was uh, really needed attention. And I think it closed down and reopened at the current location in 1964. So that's a little bit of the history of the park. And um, I think uh, if you want to go online, you can look it up, and it will be... If you look up the old Griffith Park Zoo, this article will be... Um, showing up. And I think we're going to have Laura is going to try and call in from the airplane. Oh, no, she can't call in, she says. She's she's trying. We're trying to use this modern technology um, to do the show. But anyways, that was our show today. And uh, next week, we're going to be live as usual. Please call in next week. Our call-in number is 917-889-2693. Go to our website, thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com to find out more information about the zoo, about everything you heard here today. We'll be posting that up on Laura's website. And if you have any comments, questions, Call uh, email us at thepetpsychic at gmail dot com or petpsychicradio at gmail dot com. Sorry, it's petpsychicradio at gmail dot com. And if you have anyone that you know who runs um, an adopt animal adoption program or does something special for animals that you think would be a great special guest on our show, please email us at petpsychicradio at gmail dot com and send us their info because we love to get new guests and talk about different things. So if you have any great ideas, please email us. We'd love to hear from you. And we will see you next time. I think Laura's trying to call in. Is she going to make it? No, she's not going to make it. So we will see you guys next time.
Bye. Thanks for listening. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.